Welcome to Bums on the Bench. Today, I get to do the intro. intro. I've already fucked it up, but let's go. Uh, this is why Jack does it every week, so at least he can go with it. But once again, he's not actually here this week. Uh, can't be too upset by this. Shout out to Jack. For once in his night life, he's actually not being a dick and cutting us for bad reasons. But No, I'd say he's cutting us for bad reasons. He has no time management skills. Yeah, but I can't judge him from that. Neither do I. I mean, I'm the only one here with time management skills. Yeah, you're the only one that's organized. We wouldn't be running this show without <laughs> you. And that leads us to Andy. Hi, Andy. Hi, Josh. How are you going, bud? Oh, I'm feeling better. It's fucking hot. It's so fucking... Where we are is just fucking ungodly hot. Oh, yeah. Like, it. it's still, what, 30-something degrees? I got in my car today. It said 37. Dude, I got in my car this morning and last yesterday morning. It was at least twenty five degrees at six a.m. and I was That's like, "Fuck that!" I'm like, sorry, I didn't realize we're in the middle of fucking December. I know, right? Oh, and we had what the two fires that have all I think have already been contained now, which is good. But they're everywhere. Oh, such an house. oxymoron! Like <laughs> <laughs> status <laughs> out of control. Advice. Oh, fire started. No need to panic. <laughs> yeah, I do. Don't worry. It's just a fire going. You'd be right. Honestly, don't worry. So, in saying that, we're gonna have a real hot episode for you guys today because there's not much sport. Um, we're in that weird lull currently. It's, it's that that finals period for the footy, and we're about a month away from all the real American sports kicking off. Bar one, which has kicked off, and our NBL hasn't kicked off yet. I don't. Nah, think. there's bit the blitz is on. I think it's like the preseason blitz is on. Ugh. I'm not watching that. Uh, we uh, has the one day has started. They have. Oh, oh, they finished. Yeah, yeah, because fucking, was it the Sri Lanka game or something like that where they got out in like 16 balls? Okay, uh, there, there, there was like six wickets in 16 balls or something like that. In in one of the games, because one of my coworkers was telling me about it, like. But the one day cup hasn't started yet. No, we no, got no. A, so this, we got this was something else. Like, oh, so this is like a, a Sri Lanka. I think it was a Sri Lankan cricket game. Because the only one I knew that was going on was a New Zealand game. O D I cricket. Now we got to cut all this because it'll be all dead air. Yeah, but it's so funny. I need to find this. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's upcoming. I need. I need completed, you son of a bitch. I, I swear it was Sri Lanka. Well, if it's if it's anywhere, it'll be on cricket.com.au because all international fixtures are hosted there for at least match centers. Match centers are. Yep. Let's have a look. Completed. Oh, they changed the fucking things. Bullshit. Uh, I love this. We're so good at what we do. Um, Why would they change this? Probably like international cricket. Is there international cricket on here? Bangladesh men's. Let's have a look at that. Nope, that's upcoming. Oh, yep. There it is. What'd you find? The Asia Cup final. Oh, that. Yeah. (laughs) Sri Lanka versus India. Versus India? Yeah. I'm going to take India got the wickets. Oh, India fucked them. Ooh, damn. (laughs) Six. That is going to be a. That's a quick fucking match. Yeah, man. So for the lovely viewers at home, we found it. I was a little bit wrong, but it's still real bad. Sri Lanka got out for fifty in fifteen point two overs, and India got fifty one for nothing after the six over. Six point one. Yeah. There's one ball into the six over. That's insane. I like that. That's not even an hour of play. Actually, no. It's not. Over. That's a bit under. 
two hours of play. And that was a one day or two, and they still managed to just a, completely they, fuck it. India wanted to get home. Yeah, India's <laughs> like, dude, this is the final. We're not fucking around here. It's time to go. But like, god damn, like everyone's showing such a better strength. I didn't actually think um, Sri Lanka were this poor because they used to be quite a formidable. I'm gonna take it the wicket was a bit how you going. Yeah, but they didn't claim a single wicket. I mean, it is India. Yeah, like probably the most one most powerhouse teams that we currently are. And guess who we play next in a series? I'm going to say it's probably them. Yeah, we got India in a two-match. Oh, yeah, in the ODI? Yeah. Oh, that's, co- oh, dude, that's coming up on Friday? Yeah. Let's fucking go. I'm so keen. I'm going to watch the hell out of that. And they've, they've left two of their stars out <laughs> just because they don't need to. They're resting them. No, nah, fucking, we're going to put them through the... Three ODIs, now. 22nd, 24th, and 27th. Oh, bro, I'm so keen. How do you feel about the latest injury news from Australia, though? Oh, man, what's happened? Travis had broke his hand in, like, oh, the fourth, that, yeah. fourth one day in um South Africa. That sounded fucking painful. He retired, hurt, we just fucking collapsed. Yeah, dude, like, I can't blame him, especially, was it because it was off ball? Uh, off a ball? Yeah. Oh, dude, I can imagine coming up on the backhand, hitting the... F- mm. Hopefully, hopefully he pulls up all right. Uh, what's, what's the... Uh, well, it's a broken bone, so it's six weeks out. Jesus. At least it's not a compound fracture. Yeah, I know, right? But, like, in what we were saying earlier before we absolutely deviated, there's not a lot of cricket, a lot of those sport, but we do have cricket, luckily, and that's coming up real, real soon. The domestic season actually kicks off this week. Wait, what? Yeah, the women's cricket kicks off on Friday. Dude, let's go. Yeah, so this is what I mean. Like, we're in that weird lull now. So when we're doing this reporting, unfortunately, it's not a lot. Like, you know, we, we had, what, two games of NRL. We had a little bit of the Asia Cup. We had some ODIs. Well, there's, there's also, like, EPL happened over the... I mean, you're not going to watch it because it's on at stupid o'clock at night. Yeah, I mean, I'm not waking up at 2 a.m. when I have to get up at 5 a.m. just to watch the EPL. If it was I know. on a nice time, I might. Well, you could just subscribe to Old the Sports and watch it on demand. I refuse to ever give up just any more business. Yeah, I know, but I really like watching APL, so I have to. Maybe when we get Mac, just give me his login. Um, There's some good games. Watch it. There were some good games. Well, what's the current standings? How's the APL coming along? Let's have a look. I know West Ham were on top for a bit, which was dope for me. Hell yeah. Didn't last long, I imagine. Oh, no, of course not. I mean, fucking, there's this big wall called Man City. That we had to walk through this weekend, and I mean, we lost three one. Oh god, is it because all your players got real tired? No. So here's the thing: we defended really well for about seventy minutes, mm-hmm. and then Bernardo Silva got a really lucky goal to make it two one, and then Haaland finally found the back of the net. He took like seven shots, missed every single one. In the ninetieth minute, he finally hit the back of the net, and he ran off celebrating like a madman. It's like, mate. You've missed seven pretty easy shots. I know. By the seventh, if I had yet to get one in, I finally did. I'm pretty sure I'd go nuts for it. Oh. Like, it's not even like a thank God, yeah, woohoo, we've scored. It's thank fuck for that. Finally, I get one in. I, I can understand the relief that man must felt. What was it? So, 86 minute Harlan got in, and 76 minute uh, Silver got in. But here's the kicker. Yeah. The first goal was West Ham, and it was one of the fucking crack, most cracking goals I've ever seen. It was fucking phenomenal what happened. So I want to say it was Bowen 
was on fire down the right-hand side of the field and he's put in a fucking sick cross. Everyone thought it was going to Antonio in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's gone over his head and no one's seen James Ward-Prowse run in from the wing and it's just bounced it off his head and it's bounced underneath Edison's arms and gone into the back of the net. Dude, let's go. It was so fucking good. Fuck, that would make you feel real good. Kind of I mean, walking into halftime against Man City 1-0 up... That's kind of impressive. I counted that as a win. We should have got one point for it. Yeah, absolutely. You can ride that high because it means you got a little bit of more outcome through knowing that the rest of the teams, which aren't nearly as good, will actually be a bit more falterous to your guys' attacks. I know. And it, it, here's the thing with the Premier League right now. You, you're not going to knock off Man City if you're a West Ham or anything, but you can put yourself into a position for a Champions League spot or a Europa League spot. Those are very achievable because you've only got to finish between second and fourth to make the Champions League, mm-hmm. fifth or sixth for um the Europa, and if you miss that, you've got the Conference Championship, which they won last year, if oh, you get seventh. There's so much opportunities. For European football, and that's all you need to do is you just need to make European football. Yeah, I guess one. And the way they're playing, they'll, they'll continue in their European run, which is three years on the trot now, because they're in Europa this year. Let's fucking go, so hopefully you can keep getting a good run up of it like you know there's gonna always have to be changes implemented as you continue to try and go for a higher spot Mm. but you know riding this wave you might be able to get some good momentum out of it well selling deck rice really helped because what that generated about a hundred million pounds to spend (laughs) yeah we took arsenal to the cleanest for taking our club captain (laughs) yeah it's like you're gonna take him all right you're paying out the ass for him yeah, fuck. And he's like, you know, hasn't proved that he's worth 100 million. It's like, too bad. Sucked he's in. Done it now. He's proven that he's worth 100 million when they signed that contract. I know. Uh, Tottenham in second at the moment, but it's Tottenham. We all know they'll end up eighth mm-hmm. or lower. Mm-hmm. Newcastle and me and United both faltering down in 12th and 13th. Chelsea looked terrible as one of the top six clubs in 14th. Who's getting relegated? At the moment, it's only a few weeks in, but Everton, Burnley, and Lawton Town are in the last three spots, which is a shame because Lawton Town. Have I shown you anything about Lawton Town? No. So they come up from League Two, which is like bottom tier national football. Uh huh. The one that Wrexham's in? Yes, they're currently in there now. Let's go. So they've done what Wrexham are aiming to do. They've taken a team from League Two to the Premier League in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Their stadium is. Phenomenal because as West Ham got to play the first home game there, mm-hmm. and as they were walking down the away steps, they're chanting at the houses d- directly in your line, we can see you have a bath. Because you're walking down the stairs and you dead set can just see <laughs> all these houses. It's like ghetto city. It's some of the greatest things ever. I sent Jack a video of it. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, It's unreal. The fact like I, I love... British football fans so much. The fact that they can create something so unique out of any chant, any music, doesn't matter who you Found are, it. they will make some sort of mockery out of you. <laughs> it's like it's right there. Yeah. It's you're walking underneath it as you're going on the stairs. Yeah, like this is a this is a team that had to spend 10 million pounds to get their their stadium to Premier League status. Yep. 
like when they got promoted last year, they couldn't play a single Premier League game at this town at this stadium. So, so like, what what status does need? I imagine it's like seating. It's, it's seating and broadcast positions because they've got a certain quality for broadcast for Premier League games. Yeah. So if you can't produce that in the stadium, you can't play in the stadium. So who poor whose poor sort of a house is that? Oh, someone who lives in the Lutton Town area. You think they must really, really love the team if they're gonna have oh the mate house right there. I mean, it helps on like days that you want to watch them because you can see into the stadium and some of the houses. So they, they would would they have to pay for tickets or can they just hop on out the window, jump on down? Man, I'd what I'd be doing is charging for fucking window access. Yeah, but I don't want <laughs> dickheads in my house like no, that. charge your friends. <laughs> oh hell yeah! No, but like honestly, that would be so sick though. You have like a fucking football party day and all you're doing is just looking out your window, be like, all right, he's playing today, fellas. Yeah, it's great. And you can have the TV on the background so you can hear the stupid commentators. Oh, did you get like both views too? Yeah. You can have that bird. Oh, actually, this is not a bad idea. If you're a, a fan. Of Lutton Town yeah. and Lutton Town only because I don't think any other club that has this sort of access is going to make it to the Premier League anytime soon. You know, like it's hard, especially when you have such a set stone of legacy between yeah. these teams. Like you, you kind of know and... There's always going to be names that are recognisable that you're like, yeah, this is the Champions or this is the EPL type thing where they're going to be there. Yeah. And then you got some where you're just like, who the fuck are you, some British town from the West that's about the site population of 10,000 that mm-hmm. have never been anywhere over like the bottom league? Exactly. Like you, I can't imagine that Coventry City is ever going to make the Premier League. No. I can't imagine that they exist. I can give you a couple others off the top of my head. There's Crew Alexandra. Yeah. Is another team I don't think will ever make the Premier Never League. I heard of in my life. Leighton Orient FC mm-hmm. is another one that's in League Two. And of course, the only one that I think has even a modicum of hope yeah. is Wrexham. Yeah. And that's only because they got Deadpool and fucking just Mac. Money <laughs> fed into them. Like they're getting sponsorship deals, they're getting film time. Getting improve their players, like um, they work with them, and it's good. Like you really, they truly trying to build a community out of it. So hopefully that goes well for them. There's another team that has a bit of American influence at the moment Wait, too. I've heard this. Um, I want to see if you can get it. Cause I it, can't, but I know I've heard about it because it's it's Jay Z, isn't it? No. Okay, but I'm pretty sure Jay Z is interested in buying a club. He probably is, to be honest. Uh, He's yeah. got the money. Yeah, then hit me with it. Tom Brady owns oh. part of Birmingham City. No, I, d- I never knew that one, hey. Yeah, he bought into it earlier this year. Oh, there you go. So I think it's something that would just keep him, you know, keep him busy. <laughs> Man's like, well, got no more career, no more wife. Let's buy a club, I guess. What else is he going to do? Oh, so he, uh, Jay-Z wants to buy a Tottenham. Why? <laughs> of all the clubs, you want to buy the one that has an allergic reaction anytime a trophy's near him. Yeah, he, he wants to buy a Tottenham Hotspur football club. And that was, this was like at the end of July, he wanted to do this. I don't know why anyone would want to fucking buy Tottenham. Fuck Tottenham. Maybe it's a good deal. I mean, you get it on a bargain, they're that shit. Maybe that's it. Maybe he was like, all right, I'm on a budget. I can only buy me some shit Premier League team. Who we got? Ah. Tottenham. Perfect. There's so many better clubs to buy than not Tottenham. Which he probably can't afford. I mean, I reckon he could put in a decent bid for Fulham. I actually, 
I should know the people who own Fulham have too much money. And I was about to say, that sounds like something a Saudi prince would be more interested in buying instead. Well, funnily enough... They want to buy Manchester City? Well, no, they've been talking about this. So it's the United. Sa- no, it's United, yeah. It's United that's up for sale from memory, but there has been a lot... You know how Newcastle United is owned by the Saudi public fund? Yep. Yeah, they don't like the fact that a football club is owned by people who are proven to have done some inhumane things to humans. Yeah, that's why they were really against uh, Man United going there as well. Yeah, so it looks... Well, also, if Newcastle's owned by the Saudi Public Fund, you mm. can't really have the Saudi Public Fund also own another well, that's, club. That's, no, that's a bit thing. It's conflict of interest. Fund. It's actually the prince himself. He would have... That's the same fund. Yeah, but no, he, would, he wouldn't do it through a funding. He wouldn't do it through a public network. He wants it privately owned but under his own... It's, it's a weird... Loophole but doesn't he thing. use the same money that comes out of the, sa- the same fund that co- owns Newcastle? Yeah, but remember, he's also a prince, so he can just kind of dictate whatever the fuck he wants. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I get it. You know, they need, they need investors. They need money kind of fueling in to keep the EPL going. However... I don't think they need money to keep the EPL going. The people... You've seen the prices in these fucking stadiums. There's enough money there to go around. Yeah, but when, as soon as someone... Gives them that B word, everyone's ears still prick up like not like the second you say yeah w- one billion or two billion in this instance you're like sorry how many zeros that got and I'm pretty sure that's like nine or twelve billion um nine or twelve zeros mm-hmm. like that's that's insane amount of money. Now that I think about it, there's another one that I want to talk about. Who owns City? Oh, um... City's owned by, well, a city football group, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, Sheik Mansour. Yeah, that it, they've been buying out a lot of the clubs. Well, you know, Melbourne City is actually part of the city group. Mm. So is, is it fucking Paris Saint-Germain or is that... No, that's Qatari. But yeah, like, they're owned by an unlimited amount. Abu Dhabi owns Man City, that's right. Yeah. Another place that has unlimited money. The second you're part of OPEC, you can actually own about three football clubs. It's actually in the rules. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, in saying that, as long as the sport keeps going, that's what the main thing. They keep it to the fans. I mean, I don't. I think it's going to take a big thing to shut the APL down. It's just such ingrained in that culture. And, like, you know, they're always going to try and sell the players over or try and, you know, recruit players to have their own leagues propped up. They just, well, I, you know what they need to do? They just need to find a way to stifle Man City's dominance. Motherfucker has Erling Haaland, mm-hmm. fucking Kevin Vanderburn, mm-hmm. um, Edison, who is Ballon d'Or goalkeeper nominee, fucking Bernardo Silva, who can't even make the team. Like they have so many superstars on that roster. It's no wonder they keep winning everything. You know what? We're going to have to kneecap the entirety of Man City. I think for the fairness and integrity of the game. They should be forced to sell like two of their players. Two of their superstar players. At least six without kneecaps. <laughs> That's fair too. Let's just start kneecapping like, them. I, I, I just think it would make Here's what should have happened. Mm-hmm. They played West Ham on the weekend. West Ham are hooligans. Why couldn't West Ham storm the Man City bus? I think... 
it's not in the, the script for them to be doing it, but we need to start doing a bit of edits. Like everyone knows, EPL is complete, completely scripted down to the second. Oh, of course. Yeah, like there is nothing that's not predictable in that. And I think that they need to shake it up a little bit and take some books, like take a page out of Love Island's book. <laughs> 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 Let me just drama to shake things up. That's all I'm saying. Make make the EPL fresh again. Make EPL great again. <laughs> Let's throw that fat fuck in charge. You know what else is great? What? The fact that we're starting to get NFL back as well. Like, I don't watch it too much, but I'm really kind of getting into it. Like, especially because Max, like, so dedicated to it. And he, he his passion and energy starting to get to me a little bit about NFL it. NFL is pretty good to watch. Like, the fact that they go full force, like, no regard for their own safety. You're referencing the injury this week, aren't I you? I was not trying to, I but Yes. Because there was little regard for safety in that. But, like, freak accident. Very freak accident from one of the Brown superstars. But how about you give us a play-by-play of what may be one of the worst knee injuries I think I've seen in my life. So, the score is 7-3 Steelers. Nick Chubb is handed the ball after making 10 runs for 64 yards in the game. As he has got into position, his one of his cleats has gotten wedged in the ground. Uh-oh. At the same time as, I can't remember his name, but he, one of the Steelers, it starts with an M, his first name, basically charges him and his knee bends the way of an ostrich. Oh, sweet fucking Jesus. It was so bad that the broadcasters were like, yeah, we, we've been told we're not allowed to play the injury replay. Sorry about that. Like Which is fair enough. I mean, it was me sickening. You you can very easily see it online, but like everyone, knees don't bend that way. No knees stop at one eighty. I'm pretty sure that became a reflex angle, which is at least two seventy. Two seventy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And like you know, as it was saying, I've heard rumors that the player who did do the headbutt by accident hit him so hard he got concussed. Not shocking. Like that, especially with the level of padding they've got, man. I couldn't imagine the noise. The like, the best part of the whole thing is he clearly went into shock because there's a photo of him blowing into the whistle and he doesn't look like he's in pain at all. He looks cold, calm and collected. But apparently in the time between when the Medicab got to the, the um player, all his teammates were around trying to figure out a way to get him up and off the field as safely as possible, and he was in so much pain. He's like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be touched fucking either. Man, if my leg's going the wrong way, the last thing I want someone to do is, all right, hop on up, just walk it off, mate. Well, no, they weren't trying to get him to walk it off. They were trying to get him. They are trying to get the game going, I guess. Yeah, but, like, that's, that's kind of shit as a teammate's perspective, if you ask me. Well, no, I I don't think it is because of the way that the stadiums are set up. You get him to the sideline, he gets help a lot quicker than if he stays in the middle of the field. But also, they are not trained physicians. They don't understand medical issues. Oh, of course not. They they get ball, run hard, score, touchdown. Yep. Big big boy, go hard. And I think... Do fat man dance. If if your leg's facing the wrong way, man, like, just let him lay there for a second. Like we all know how bad it is when we get fucking paper cuts or we bend our finger back towards our hand. Imagine that with your leg instead. Uh, I don't want to think like, about can that. Can you imagine touching the front of your 
thigh with the top of your cleat. Because he did it. Uh, we can ask him how it felt. <laughs> I'm sure it felt fan-fucking-tastic. Exactly. And, like, I know, I... That's that's terrifying. I I don't think I will ever look at that man the same way without just picturing his fucking leg. But it happens in all sports, though. Like it's happened in league. Oh, fucking league! Like it it has happened in league. Like you think about it, players go up for kicks and then they get fucking taken out at the knees. You see knees bend the wrong way. Or paps. Oh, paps. At least it wasn't a. Compound fracture. That's the that only positive because he can still be back around one next year. Yeah, they said he was actually going to look looking real positive towards it. Um, what is it like? Got, starting to go on physio around December time. Yeah, um, like, well, if it's just a broken ankle, that's what six weeks in a cast, and you're back at physio for a couple weeks. Yep, he'll be training by January. They think. Yeah, not shocked. Like it, it's a real shame, you know, especially because he had to come back and Storm are having a pretty alright run of it. Um, uh, we should probably discuss NRL and what's happened this week uh, and the controversy that is surrounding a certain referee that luckily has been stood down for a couple games. Just well, no, just heat. for this week. Yeah, for a couple games. If I don't know how many he's going to Look, I'll rip the band-aid off. Yep. Ashley Klein's cost the roosters Absolutely. with his terrible, terrible refereeing decisions. But he made one that I'll actually stand by. Which was? You know how everyone was calling for the high tackle against Harry Grant? Yeah. I don't think it was a high tackle. I think it was just a love tap. And it should if that was a penalty, he'd be copping it a hell of a lot more. Absolutely. And I think they need to use that as an example for referees to be like, if this can't be a penalty, then stop fucking calling it a penalty for 27 rounds a year. Yeah. Like because that was not a fucking penalty. That was not. standard now. But that if you can't blow the penalty then to win the game for the Storm, then it's never a penalty. So, just so I'm on the same page, because I can't remember the order of this, was the try before or after the field goal? Which try? The the winning try. The winning it was try. after the field goal. And that was the that was the problem. That try. No, the try that. It was the second try that was the problem. Right yes. in front of the sticks. It was the second try. So what yeah. happened was. So back in the first half, there's roosters are on their line. They kick up for a you know to try and get a try scoring opportunity. Yep. Balls batted down by Corey Allen, I want to say, into yep. Harry Grant, who plays for the Storm's hands. Referee calls play on, but it's very clearly visible that he has knocked that ball on. Yeah, it's hit. It's hit, it's the, hit the ground as it's hitting there's his hand. That's there's a bounce there. Referee's two meters away with a clear vision of it. And there's a very clear shot of him looking at the ball. There's a very fucking clear shot of him seeing it. Yep. It's called play on. Storm then advanced down the field. Roosters give away a penalty. They score. Storm score a try. Yep. I'm not mad that they scored a try. No, because it wasn't the game. Like, it didn't cost you the game. Well, actually, it did. Because in the, in the grand scheme of things, if that doesn't happen, the score ends 13-12. You get momentum, then they do the... I know, I know. But here, here's the thing that I'm really pissed off about. Yeah. Every other week of the year, the bunker would be like, hey, that's a knock-on. Yep. Bunker didn't get involved. Bunker stayed out of it. And All Ashley Klein can do is, yeah, sorry, I can, I see it on the field as is, and I call it how I say it. Sorry about that to James Tedesco. I don't think that's right. No, you could. If you're admitting guilt, all right, then fucking take the try off them. Just go to the bunker for it, man. If they're the... But you know what? I that 
now that you brought this up, I'm a little bit confused because the bunker fucking reviews everything. Everything. Why do they not review this? Like, I what, don't know. What, what are we getting to finals time? They're like, all right, we'll step back a bit from the policing of them and just let the boys. But no, no man. that's how it should be from the start to the exactly. end of the season. But they, yeah, they've been inconsistent. It's bit. It's so inconsistent. It has cost the Roosters a berth in the semi-final that they don't deserve to be in. Mm. I want to stand by. Roosters don't deserve to play this week. I disagree. No, I think you take the context of the season. Roosters had no right to be playing last week, let alone this week. But they did. Because you know what, man? Any team that can claw their way back from being known as the worst attacking force in the NRL and still make top eight means they made fundamental changes to the way they acted for the rest of the year that led them towards a better opportunity to get into They were looking at what? 13th yeah, at one point. They weren't great. But they fucking clawed their way back to eight. Them and Knights have shown that you, it doesn't matter if you're going down. They were seventh. I, they didn't claw back to eight. They claw back to seventh, by the way. They claw back to fucking seven. That's even uh, no, more. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not proud of the boys. No, they, they have unbelievable effort to do what they did. Mm. However, in the context of the season, they probably didn't deserve to be in the finals the way they've been playing for the majority of the season. That's Very what I'm. Fair. That's what I'm saying. However, that playing. being said, Ashley Klein cost us a chance to play Penrith, and I think the Chooks could have actually beat Penrith. Nah, I'm gonna. No, no, because a there is one way to beat Penrith right now. There is, and it's playing like you've got no future. No, it's offloading the ball and getting that second phase play going because they cannot. They cannot defend that. They can't. But you got Dylan Edwards that wraps around, always following the ball. What? They, they talked about this in the Cowboys-Panthers game. They were saying that the Cowboys had shown it because they were down about three tries and they were still trying to go for the execute plays. They were starting to get a little bit fancy with it and they were starting to you know, try and jiggle the ball in, getting those second phase plays, as you're saying, but they're also wrapping inside and realizing now that they can make the crazier pass-offs, especially the overhead floaters, because it doesn't matter if they get the try or not. They're still fucking losing the game. And that's what Phil Gould was saying, that actually it's now showing that these teams need to start coming up with these strategies that's not just trying to break through their line. And as again, reference back to the second phase plays. But uh, there's no team better at the second phase play when they get the running than the Roosters. They showed that against Melbourne because every chance they had, they entered second phase play. The only thing that stopped them scoring was the fact Melbourne could actually contain their attack line. Yeah, God, they, they will look. But if they if they did that against Penrith, a Penrith which is also probably down Jerome Luai after tonight. Yeah, because he had to get through today's training session, which he probably wouldn't have. Well, with how bandaged that arm was and how recently he got it dislocated, there's no chance of him playing this week. Right, he looked fucked after they dislocated. Like he, it just didn't look like he got put back into place properly on the field. Oh. I still think about how he landed too. One second. Yeah, go for golf. Fucking rough the way he looked when he landed. Like, man, I, I, I still think about that, and I, I don't know how he's even, even playing I, for the rest of the year. I don't think he even plays next week. I don't think they should risk it. I for his longevity, I know, like, I get it. You want the back to back to back. You have a like, you know, a real stature to hold yourself to, but. It just doesn't look right. Like, oh, he he's a team player. Gus was saying this. He's a team player because obviously Gus was there when he came up through the ranks. Yeah. If he's not 100% ready to go, he won't play. 
Mm. That was his like gut feeling. Mm. So I don't think Luai plays full stop. I don't think he should play next week, even if they make it through, which they will because Melbourne look out on their feet. They're going to get stomped this week. So also I have, I have a theory, like not a theory, but I, I watched this NFL documentary recently mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if it's applicable to the Panthers and if it's showing some of their play styles because you know, you know how the attitude and culture change of Penrith has been apparent these past couple of years and like, they were viewed, you know, not even as an underdog, but a very respectable, reputable team that people were following. But now they've got a lot more negative connotations against them. Mm-hmm. I want to compare them to, now I, I want to make sure, the Gators. The Gators? The Gators from NFL. So There I is no Gators in the NFL. Oh, uh, sorry, a college NFL. Yeah, there's the college football, the yeah. Florida Gators. Yes, the Florida Gators. That's the okay. exact one I'm talking about. And they're c- and remember, have you seen that NFL... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about. It was really good, actually. It probably was. Um, So, like, you know, they were talking about how they were going for, like, they've already won two out of four of the national championships for college and that they wanted to go for the fourth. Um, But the pressure was starting to get to them. Mm-hmm. And they were saying how they were fragmenting as a team and they were showing cracks and they weren't having fun with it anymore to the point where the team was not being celebrated for what it was. Mm. And I'm starting to draw comparisons between them and Panthers. Like, Panthers don't... It don't look like they're having fun anymore. It looks like it's just a thing for them now. And, like, if I'm being honest, I don't know if they're going to win. Nah, I think if it's Warriors, Panthers, Panthers win. I think if it's Broncos, Panthers, I think it's down to the wire. But I'm still leaning Panthers. I know. Like, it just seems like something's not the same ever since we've been getting closer to finals with them. Like, they're, they're showing a next level of dominance. But the team's not there as much. No, I don't see that. I see them probably more dangerous now than they have been. Mm. I think Liam Martin's finally figured out his place in the team. I think Dylan... You mean a- being a fucking menace and just That's destroying anyone that comes in his path. Yeah, pretty much. He's just like, he's... He'd be a great enforcer for the Roosters. He would. He'll look huh. great in red, white and blue. Yeah, I bet you think he would. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Cleary would look good in red, white, and blue too. Nathan, Nathan Cleary would look good out of this fucking game at this point. I'm so, so sick of Moon Man being so perfect at everything he does. Well, I mean, there was a scare in training earlier this week. What happened? He, he injured his finger to go to hospital to get the all clear. What did he, oh, what did like? Did he just he he must receive the ball wrong or something? I don't like know. That? They didn't say. He just said he had a finger injury and had to go get it checked. A hundred bucks says they passed it a little bit too hard than he was expecting and dug his finger in. I reckon it's mind games. He just went to hospital to fuck with the storm. I reckon it'd work if that was the case too. Mm. You see what the storm are doing to get in the head of Panthers? What? <laughs> nah, this is even better. So <laughs> at training this week, guess what the defensive line has to wear? What? They have to wear Panthers jerseys. Oh, shit. Bellamy's literally got, like, Nelson wearing a Panthers jersey while they're doing attacking and defense plays. Fuck. Yeah, I guess nothing gets... Uh, like, Actually, I kind of want to explore this a bit. I, I really like that. I, like, it's it's really, really weird to see. I, I, I don't know if it's so much, though, as a mental game for against the Panthers, but it is a beautiful mental mindset for the Storm because nothing gets you into train. Nothing will keep you motivated than actually picturing your enemies. Surely they might have the faces of your friends, but everyone knows when you're in a football field, you're not pit- you're not looking at their face. You're looking at the jersey. You're looking straight at that jersey, and they see Panthers, they're going. Mm. Oh, sorry, they see Storm, they're going in. So no, I, I kind of like this. I want to see it's, how it's, it's nice to look for them. 
it, it's a good thing. I still think Stormer out on their feet. Even if Hughes plays, I think it's still a massacre. What What's the percentage of Hughes at the moment? Because I know, like, He's, after last week, it wasn't looking great. I think he plays. I think the calf injury's not bad enough that he can't play this week after having... I mean, it was the Chooks. Yeah. You're going to rest him against the Chooks rather than Penrith. Yeah, and, it, like, it, it's... N- Last week was a little bit like, it was a bit make or break, but not as much. Like this week is, you do this, you're in the grand final, man. The, yeah, the, it, the last step yeah. before greatness. It, this is sort of like the, the dance to get into the dance in a way. Yeah, you you got to, and you know what? It's almost like sometimes they have to prove themselves a little bit more in these games than they're doing the grand final. I say 2019, the Melbourne Roosters prelim was the grand final that year. They leave, you know. They obviously they leave everything out in the grand final, but they know they have more to prove. They've got, they've got to reach that stage, and to reach that stage, you need to beat final four. Mm-hmm. There is a sheer level of determination, and you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the classic commentator curse. They really give a hundred and ten percent out there. They do. They they leave. <laughs> well, I think the Penrith Melbourne game is going to be the one where they leave it all on the field. The other game, as much as I like the Wars. Up the Wars. They're not going to run not, circles around them. Yeah, I don't see anything like that. Anything else happening? Adam Reynolds is too on fire at the moment. I don't know. Maybe like Adam Reynolds can like trip over banana peel on the way out and yeah, actually but get a category one, and then he can't play, and then it's just Smith, and then the Warriors somehow pull out like a twenty-four twenty win. I'd love, I'd to, l- see I'd that. love to see it. <laughs> That'd be great. I want to see Penrith lose, and for Penrith to lose, yep. Brisbane have to go through. It has to be Brisbane. Yeah, it does have to be. Nah, you know what? I don't think the Warriors can beat Up the Panthers. The Wars, if anyone's gonna do it, it's it's our boys. I'd like it, but I don't see it happening. I think Brisbane are a better chance of beating Penrith. It's the way they're playing at oh, the moment. Absolutely, they're actually looking like a you know. First they're the entertainers. They like are. they are entertaining to watch. Unfortunately, it's the wrong color jersey. It's from the wrong state. But that's how much I'm over Penrith. I'm willing to cheer on a Queensland team to not see Penrith win. I'm I'm willing to, to I'm willing to support the fucking storm if it means Penrith don't win their back to back to back. Yeah, I know. I hate saying that. Even to the point where we were thinking about going to the game. Oh really? Because obviously Reese is a huge storm supporter. We were gonna wear storm colours. He had a beanie and a scarf, and we were going to wear them and, like, just show that. You know what? Fuck, fuck, the, fuck the riff. Yeah, fuck the riff. They're the worst. I can't stand them. But in saying that, I'm really looking forward to the games, and I reckon both are going to be absolute crackers. And, and they're Friday, Saturday this week. Are they at appropriate times? 7.50 on Friday, and I'd say the same on Saturday. I so I liked the 4 p.m. game, actually. It well, wasn't it... F- well, it was because it was 6.50 over in New Zealand. Yeah, but I still like the fact we won at four. That was nice. Like, the afternoon game, still fantastic. Yeah, but there's nothing better than that nighttime game. Um, Like, so what? what is, what is it uh, this week? So this week, oh, Storm 7.50, Penrith, 7.50. Storm Penrith Friday. Yep, and Broncos Warriors is 7.50 next day. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good game. And then the first is when grand final. Ooh, oh damn! Next Sunday, yeah. Let's go! So fucking keen. Um, but yeah, like we're we're starting to wrap up. Uh, we're coming to the end of it, and hopefully, you know, we're gonna see a positive result. And as we we're discussing earlier, we got NBL, we got cricket, 
We got um, NBA will be back next month. NBA, a little bit of NFL, NHL, NHL. Jack will love that. Um, so like we have got a little bit of sport that we can still cover. Obviously, you know our mainstay is going to be a little bit harder now with NRL till it starts, you know, opening back up around February. So um, we're really gonna have to venture in other sports. But Jack's gonna hate us because we got so much cricket to cover this summer. I mm-hmm. am so excited. Dude, the big bash is coming back, and we're going to games. Yeah, hopefully I can go. Yeah, absolutely. I just hated every game you invited me to last year. I was in the car on the way to Canberra. Oh. Every time you sent me a message, hey, man, we want to go to this game. I'm just like, I'm fucking going to Canberra. I just, you know, every Sixers game that's in Sydney now, I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. And if I can go, I'll fucking go because nothing better than going with Big Bash. Oh, dude, especially that game. Like, I'll never forget that Sixers v Storm game, watching Smith just absolutely destroy Storm. Storm. Yeah, well, I don't like to call them Thunder because I hate the Storms. I hate the Thunder, so I might as well just call them both at this point. They Fair got a lightning bolt. Fair enough. But um, hopefully, yeah, I I'm expecting big things out of the Big Bash, and um, up the Sixes, up the Waz, <laughs> up the fucking Waz. Um, but you know, Andy, I think it's time. Yeah, I think we've done well. I think you know, wrapping up. And can you please give us our socials because I'm never going to remember any of them. But so easy. It's at bums on the bench everywhere. If you can remember, why can't our viewers follow us more? <laughs> I know, right? Well, we <laughs> might even lose X soon because Dickhead thinks he's going to start charging for everyone. I, I'm not fucking paying for like... I'll be deleting it. <laughs> so, what's X? That's Twitter. Thank you. That's the proper name. Because if you look on my phone, I don't have a fucking thing called X installed. I got Twitter. <laughs> So yours hasn't updated. I refuse to update. Mine auto-updated. Nice symbol, lol. It's so shit. Yeah, Go back. So, and it's just X. It's like, what's the point? But we're still on that, so come follow us. on. Until Dickhead starts charging a small fee per month, at which point both our X accounts will be shut down because I ain't paying shit for it. Yeah, I'm not. And I've got Blue Sky. We, you know what? I've got Blue Sky now, so I'll start getting us on Blue Sky and we can have that cool invitational thing where people think they're rich and snooty and fun. So keep an eye out, fellas. we got a new social media coming your way. Nice. Um, but other than that, please, yes, um, follow us on all our socials. Um, be prepared for special coverage of the grand final wrap-up coming in a couple of weeks. It's going to be real entertaining. We're going to go play-by-play. I think we're going to... I think we just put it on the TV and just talk about it. Absolutely. It. Just throughout the game. I think that's the easiest way to do it. It's the last game of the year for footy, as we're far actually, as I'm concerned. We're going to do a little bit of reactions. Everyone loves reactions. Um, and we really hope to see you guys there. So have a lovely day, my good friend. And uh, Jack, if you're listening, stop being unorganized, my friend. Yeah, I know. It's not hard to write 38 pages. <laughs> <laughs> see you. What? <laughs>